0: Hello guys, this is Leah Leo's Promotion. Today we have London Love Jones, who will be speaking on motherhood. And I believe our topic today is going to be newborn baby to toddlers. How was it and what type of experience did you experience raising a child from a newborn baby to a toddler? So I'm going to bring London Love Jones on and she will take over from there. Hello London Love Jones hello good morning good, good morning to you <laughs> Yes. Yeah, good day it all depends on where you're calling from or where you at but welcome in and uh thank you for joining us again and continuing to come to talk to us about motherhood absolutely thank you i appreciate it yes so can you tell us your experience from going from a newborn baby to a toddler Sure,
1: I don't really remember how I was as a baby, but I do remember when I became a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> no, um, so, okay, so for those of you have, who may have not, haven't heard um, of the previous podcast, um, I'm a mother of two, and so I have two girls who have both made it through baby infant toddler and further a little bit further than that but um so for both of them it's kind of crazy um I'm fortunate enough that I am a stay-at-home mom and I would say that if it's for you in the sense of that um I don't even know how to really explain it it's one of those things when you have it you can really enjoy And you really get to build this bond and just learn so much of the ins and outs of your children that uh, I have been extremely fortunate to do. So um, the more, whatever the amount of time you can spend with them, spend with them. And just sit back, you know. uh, For me, I didn't wanna take the approach with either of them of just assuming that they're a baby so this is what they need or they're a toddler, so this is how you have to do it and more so actually looking at their personality because you know each child is different and um, I think a lot of times that you know just over the years we're taught that children are supposed to be seen and not heard or they're supposed to just you know you're supposed to operate this way with them you're supposed to do this with them you know If um, I know for babies, they, you know, put them in the crib. You don't want to spoil them, lay them down and go out the room or, you know, they don't need a bottle or this, that, and the other. And I, and for me, I realized it's more about that baby and that baby's needs. Right. So with my two, I was able to see their similarities and their differences. Um, For one is when they were babies I thought that the first one was routine and the second I, I thought would be routine as well right? Because I was just like it, in my mind I had to adjust to to what, what I came to learn how people believe like all babies need X, Y, and Z because I literally had to train myself like remember she's not your first daughter she may not work well with doing things this way just because the first one did you know so what i did once i recognized that i realized wow well actually my first is a more of a go with the flow you just have to give some initiation so what i mean by that is that if it's bedtime and i'm speaking as an infant and you lavender her up with some lotion some lavender lotion then she knew it was time for bed so she would start to get into the mood and it was easy my second was the one that was routine and needed a schedule and when you broke it it was very hard very hard to get her back and it was like but it took me I don't know maybe like a couple weeks to really understand that for her because again I had a first so I'm thinking okay this worked for her so why is this, this not then I said remember what you told yourself London like you was going to see what their needs are and be there and recognize it pay attention to their when they when you do this they do that you know and once I recognized I said oh okay it's at 10 o'clock that she starts to turn this way and look to be fed it said 8 o'clock that she turns this way you know and I'm like okay so she is routine so even if I lavened her at 7 <laughs> at 8 o'clock she's still going to be looking for <laughs> so yeah so I would say like obviously basic necessities doesn't change for any baby right you still have to feed them love them pick them up lay them down tummy time tea U-M-M-Y, tummy, tummy, tummy time. I don't know how many parents just don't think it's important or they're afraid of what it may do to the child, but I strongly stand behind that if you want to see your child start walking early or just moving faster and really having a sense of self-control, from the first day you get them home, after that first week of snuggle them and hugging them and kissing them take out a sheet if you do not have one of the little play sets that they have i still put a sheet on top of it but um get one of their baby sheets place it on the floor you get down there next to them and you place them on their stomach and let them lift their head move around it doesn't have to be for very long because they're newborns they're still babies But you want, I mean, even if you don't feel so comfortable right away, I would say no more than the first month. Me, two weeks, they was on their tummy. My first, I think it was probably closer to like, probably closer to a month before I had her on the floor. But I know in the first week I had her on the bed on her stomach. Because that's what the doctor said. So I'm like, I don't know about this floor thing. But definitely within the first three weeks to a month, she was definitely on the floor on her stomach. And once I realized that it doesn't hurt them with my second, she was on the floor within that first two weeks on the sheet, on the mat, stomach down. And the reason they say the floor versus the bed is because our beds are soft and you don't want them to smother themselves by putting because they're going to want to put their head down. <laughs> and, then, and then when they do, you don't want them to put it, down into that soft soft pillow because they might just want to keep it there or that soft comfy bed but if it's on the floor they rest their head and they realize okay well I'm gonna lift my head back up so <clears throat> yeah so I would definitely strongly suggest tummy time for everyone ifs, if answer buts about it if you don't feel comfortable in the first two weeks don't go past the month and once you get there increase every day with that tummy time every day first day um so i'll just give you a little bit of my routine with them right so both of them i would um wake up in the morning i would say good morning i'd play with them i say i'd call them by their name you know good morning so-and-so mommy loves you i play with them i roll them over give them hugs and kisses then i'd start to change them out of their clothes or sometimes depending on the the temperature in the house I actually would keep them in their clothes because just think you know that's something that always bothered me with doctors too is that they just take off the clothes and i'm like oh like just think if someone is doing this to you you know <laughs> so i guess i I would kinda of keep on their clothes sometimes. If it if it was warm, then I'd you know take it off and same thing. Mindful of your own hands, like right? right. If you have cold hands, warm your hands up before you start trying to ruffle them out their clothes. Cause you're wondering why they're crying and they're like, hello, all these sensitive nerves I have and you're just touching and doing all these things to me. So I guess for me I was always mindful of those things. So yeah. Anyway. So I changed them or not. And then I place them on the floor. I'd sing, I love singing to them, so I sing little lullabies, little funny little riddles, whatever I can, place them on their stomach, and then I'd back up, watch them giggle, turn their head. i turn, you know, what I do is if, because they're gonna wanna follow you. So if their head is to the right, and they're looking at you, I'd move a little bit to make sure that they'd wanna follow me to the other side and then their head would turn to the left. And I just do that and build it up and then do that a couple times. As Soon as they get a little fussy, I'd pick her up, stretch her out, hug her for a little bit and then I'd feed her. I wouldn't wanna feed her before because you're placing her on her stomach. (laughs) So the last thing you'd wanna do is feed them and then let all of that come right back out right that'd be a waste for both of you especially if you're nursing you don't want to waste milk (laughs) so um yeah I would do that and then um we go through the rest of the morning and play exercise you know stretching exercises move their legs their arms while they're on your um I'd lay in the bed and have her on my like lap I'd have my legs propped up on the bed so she's sitting up but laying into my lap and I'd stretch her legs and her arms and play different songs and things like that. And then um, then I gave her some rest because <laughs> I'm thinking, you know, okay, we've been up for X amount of time. Let her relax on the bed, talk to her, then do different things, and then time for a nap. Because at that time, it's like every two hours, they kind of want to go back to sleep, especially when they're newborns. And uh, when they wake up, I repeat the cycle including the tummy time and um some days it would you know obviously just depending on the situation sometimes like i said with the first i realized she was routine um she was a go with the flow the second was routine so i had to recognize the timing for the second one whereas the first one it was like okay if i felt like doing it at this hour she went with it because she knew what was because of something that i would do prior that would let her know like okay we're on the pillow okay it's time for x y and c or you know um and so that's how that would go um and sure enough they both crawled crawled pretty early and neither one of them crawled very long i can't say that either one of them crawled more than a month before they was ready to walk or at least uh, they was definitely like they they crawled they pulled up and once they pull up Yeah, it was a wrap. Both of them, they were both walking by nine months. Um, One was closer to 10. And that was the first one. And again, she was also the little one that was on tummy time. So I really do stand. I'm not going to, I'm not a doctor. But, you know, talk to your physician. Talk to your doctors when you're ready to have a baby and see how they stress about tummy time. But I think that's one of the bigger reasons why because the parents they're like oh yeah I'll do it or they, eh. but I think it's something when they see their babies fuss because as they get older some, when they're like in their about 3-4 months they really want to see what's going on so if you put them on their stomach sometimes they feel limited so they start to fuss a little bit that's when you have to just pay attention to the time and say okay 15 minutes then up fuss it out 15 minutes then up so and you know and break them up and continue to do it but um, I know for some parents, it's like, oh, my baby is fussing, I don't wanna hear it. Or is it that important? Or they sleep on their stomach, which they shouldn't, but it's not the same. Like I said, reason why is the bed is soft. <laughs> um, so you wanna have them on the floor, but I'm not gonna keep stressing this tummy time. So let's move forward. So yeah, they, by about nine months, they were both walking one um the first one took two steps to my nightstand and it was just her and I and it was like adorable but of course my husband didn't believe it and so we were able to capture the second real moment for the first because um we had it on video and I said okay she's gonna walk and she walked straight to him nice and stumbly and tall so it was adorable so we captured that and then with the second we were all in the living room together and my second we always tease because she loves to eat (laughs) like eat whatever we eat and so I held out a piece of toast and um yeah she walked right over first she was first what I did is I was sitting on the couch and I realized her hands she wasn't holding on to anything she was just eating so then i said oh this is good to her and she's not recognizing that she's standing and not like phased by it so then i said okay i'll only give her a little piece and so now i had a bigger piece same moment turned around said here you go parker oops <laughs> here you go and she uh walked right over to me and got it and stood there again and kept on eating and i was like oh yeah she's walking so i also so for me part of the encouragement is to have something that they want or someone that they want love something that excites them to go to my first order obviously her dad always excited her so she was like this is not a problem daddy's here and the second she loves daddy too but she was also enjoying what she was eating she's like i need to get to that <laughs> forget whatever is underneath <laughs> me so yeah so that's how that went and then fast forward so now they're walking and the toddler stage um is i think is what's important is their development is their vocabulary and recognizing their how they communicate so um if you have um if you don't know reach out for help right when it comes to communication and get confirmation that your child is developing the way that they should With that being said, don't stress it too much, right? Because as long as they're able to communicate, then that means that we're moving in the right direction. And I say that because my first daughter, I look back at some videos and I realized I understood her, but no one else did. (laughs) And at a stage when she wasn't really supposed to be talking, but in my mind, I guess for whatever reason, I really understood what she was saying. And it was like a full dialogue. I actually looked, looked at a video and I'm like, she did not say one word, but I understood everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. And I even remembered that moment. So I thought it was funny. And she was still, I think she was one, but by two, when she started actually using real words, it was like amazing because some of the words she was using, I was like, how does she know that word? And then it's the same thing with my second daughter even still like my husband says she'll be a lawyer because she throws out these really huge words and we're just like and she uses them correctly this is like okay who is telling you this (laughs) you know so um and I think that largely becomes from also not only like we speak to them all the time so I know they stress reading I would say read to them every night If you don't have a time that you feel like you can before they go to bed, don't let it be TV, you know, or don't just put them in the bed, read a book to them. And then if you feel like you just don't have that time, just talk to them. That's all they need It's just for you to talk, have a conversation, talk. to. And that's I think that's where we were strong in our strongest suit, because I can say I didn't read to either one of them every night. It is something we do more now. Um, and they both love reading. and, I, and then also at, I did read to them at like their little playtimes, so I guess that counts in difference from their nighttime. But still, um, even without that, I like it didn't matter what it was. I just have a conversation with them. They're another human being. they're in the room, you know, and I love explaining things to them. And you know, people give little credit to children, but I always think about one time with my first daughter. I was at a friend's house and they was like oh no don't let her touch that wire and so I went over and I pointed it out and said no this is dangerous you don't touch this it's a cord. Cord is dangerous you don't touch it and I explained everything about it and then my friend said why do you do that she don't understand that I said, how do you know <laughs> this is the age when they learn everything is it not so who's to say what she is gathering from what I'm telling her If I'm telling her everything, then she may hold on to all of it. And to this day, I believe that she understood because she did not touch a cord. She knew not to. And when she and when she started speaking, she said the words. I didn't have I didn't go over it with her again, but she said cord. No. And that for me was confirmation. So um, I say share with them as much as you can about things they need to know don't that don't mean you go there and be like "Susie, let me tell you about Susie last week she was doing xyz because you want something offensive no what i what i mean is as you're cooking say this is an onion mommy's in here cooking onions and we're making spaghetti you know stuff like that it i think it really builds their language and they understand you know what's happening because they're watching you they're like okay what is that in there i you know when you, if you ever seen um look who's talking you know i don't know if you remember like how they'd be like yeah hey, you see that green thing over there in their, head? you know the the way the baby is talking like what is that monstrous thing coming towards me so they're trying to figure it out because they don't have a name for it yet right but what if you're giving them the names as they're not verbally talking, but they're fixed so they can actually be grasping everything you're saying, right? So they're like, oh man, they could also be like, this lady talks a lot. But either way, it will start to come together. Time for bed. Let's get under your covers. Let's do this, you know, so details of what you're doing and describing what it is. I don't think it hurts. It may require a little more talking, but I think that's what has helped them and now comes second nature to us uh so yeah that was infant to toddler and the toddler years
0: wow interesting so will you be ready to start all over again
1: no um i mean if it's god's (laughs) will i can't i can't control what he has in store but for my husband and i we're pretty good with the two I know for me I think that the gap is more than enough between my two so to do it now would be a, a larger gap and I don't know about that and then I just like that it's the two girls you know I don't know what the <laughs> dynamic would be if we added a boy or if it would be a third
0: girl just be a lot so I'm happy all right. all right well I want to again I want to say thank you again for coming on and sharing your life experience as being a mother. Um, I'm quite sure this will help a lot of young mothers out there and new mothers, you know, young or old, I should say. And I do appreciate it. So if there's ever a time you want to come on and do another segment, just let me know. I'd be more than happy to have you. Oh, thank
1: you for having me. It's been a pleasure, and I really appreciate that. You're so welcome.
0: So enjoy the rest of your day or evening not really sure where you are but thank you thank you so much thank you all for listening make sure y'all follow london love jones on instagram underneath london love jones it will be noted in the bottom of this video